Now here's the thing, I also wanna give a special shout out from the panel to all those fallen in service. We yes. thank you for your your service to our country and you gave your lives so that we can live ours. So thank you in honor of Memorial Day. Outstanding. And the beautiful. Hey, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Every Wednesday at Schmoes No. There you go. Amazing. Every Wednesday at Schmoes No. So tomorrow, tune in, Schmoes No. And she also does that thing with the speech. What's the speech thing? What's the speech? Can you do so you, the you want the whole rundown? I kind of want the speech thing because ever since you did that, do I have to do it at a certain speed this time? I mean, just just don't kick it off. Finish it as fast as you can. As fast, okay. Um, to sit in solemn silence on a deep dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block. Yeah, cheap and chippy chopper. I, I thought she was going to finish block. it with big black cock, but she did it, and that would have deserved even more round of applause. What? I thought. Well. <laughs> and shout out to our producer doing this thing with the sound effects and the uh, impending input that will happen throughout this episode. Can't see him, but just oh, know he's hilarious. Where do they find Kanisha? Let's throw out a Kanisha. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, Kanisha, Kanisha is comedy. Kanisha is comedy. At Kanisha okay. is comedy. Make sure you follow that. Uh, she really is comedy. She's got funny videos. She's got great content. And she's very opinionated. Sometimes she's like the, the opinion... best Instagram. It's so good. It's hilarious. Did you she guys see just keeps the camera in her face. Yes, yes. That the shit zipper was hilarious. broke. Hilarious. Oh god. I'm like, go buy a top. You're, <laughs> you're at, at the mall. At the mall. Not like you're at a funeral or you're not at church. <laughs> like you are surrounded in clothes. You won't have to walk very far. Excuse me. Can somebody please bring me a say your size shirt back here to the dressing room? I just broke my zipper. Boom. You got a shirt. That's it. And it's at the mall. And I know she wasn't. It's not like she was at Beverly Center. <laughs> I felt like she was in like Compton Mall in Seattle. Like that's what I just. I don't know where she was at. I just feel what's what's the that was that dress room was too small to be Beverly Hills. What's the Ratchet Mall in Seattle? Uh, there isn't really a Ratchet Mall. All the malls are not. Yeah, all the malls are legit, but there are like strip malls and uh, swap meets that are. uh, There's a place (laughs) called the B and I in Tacoma. It's one of those like big swap meets that are like all Korean stores and. Their claim to fame is like up until like I think nineteen ninety nine, they had no white people were even allowed on. The it's just no that that there was plenty of white people there. This is the crazy thing. Like everybody got those pictures taken where the backgrounds all like colorful and sure. cars all. Everybody had their pictures taken, but they had a gorilla there, a real live gorilla named Ivan. Like he was in one of the units in a cage, Ivan? and you could feed Ivan the gorilla. And then someone harambeed him. <laughs> no, nah, Ivan actually uh, somebody I think like. The Department of Agriculture came in and was like, okay, we can't be there's a gorilla in a mall. There's no permit for this. There's, some gorilla. <laughs> there's a gorilla Who's in the gorilla mall. gorilla is this? Somebody had a gorilla in the mall. <laughs> Someone just had a gorilla. Just, like his permanent home? Did they take him somewhere? I haven't lived somewhere. there. The department, whoever came in went and freed Ivan and he was out there free. He got, he went, you know, they put him in a cage with a couple of chicks and he, had, he went out good. Wow. Well, I think he had a heart attack. I'm from DC. Now, while we didn't have any gorillas in malls, mm-hmm. well, and we did have a lot of background pictures, we did have a situation happen in DC once that no one really ever talks about. Okay. In Reston, Virginia, which is a very nice place now. Right. Right. Uh, there was a time where they were housing Ebola virus. Housing. They were housing Ebola virus and they were, you know, examining it like the movie and everything. Right. And a bunch of the monkeys escaped and they just never talked. They burned it down. Okay. They burned the building down and they put a kinder care up and like moved all the extra buildings and made them high rise apartments and then just no one's talking about it but there's an Ebola called Ebola Reston okay. which exists because of that. That's strange. And no one talked about it. Just no one discussed what happened to these monkeys. Like no one. 
They found them all? No, no one's ever confirmed nor denied that. Okay. So I don't know what happened. I doubt that they found all the monkeys. Like, there's just a lot of places to go. And I would assume it's very difficult to find a monkey once the monkey dips. For sure. Because if you're looking for a human in general, we're like on a certain level, literally a playing field. Like, you can see where a human can run. Mm. Monkeys can utilize the entire environment like a video game. Yeah, and there's always going to be some some. And some you, know, you can't Jackson just be by like, yourself. Oh, there's a monkey. I'm going to catch it and, yeah. and keep it, it in my house. Now. And you don't want you don't want to just be at the end of an alley with with a, with a live chimpanzee. They are incredibly strong. So it's just a thing. So I just never. I, and I would assume they were chimps. I'm not sure, but they just never talk. They usually like are was, chimps. It was for, for on testing. the news one time, and then they on the second. You know how the news repeats? Mm-hmm. They just pulled that story. Like, like, and that one's out of there? The government story. came and said, please don't talk about this. Yeah, story. they're like, they're, yeah, they're we don't s- need Ebola monkeys on the loose don't in the Virginia area. In this area, yeah. Right. It's just a nice. Is it a government facility or a private it like, institution? It was a. As far as I remember, it was a private, because we have government contracting a lot. So mm-hmm. it was a private facility, but contracted by the government. But see, sense. the thing about Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area, especially that small, is like every senator, every congressman, every federal judge lives in these places. Right like Great Falls, Virginia. Great Falls is not a very tra- highly trafficked place. However, at 5 o'clock every, every day, what happens is from Monday through Friday, traffic going towards Great Falls is just cut. So... All the lanes, even lanes going east and west, you can just go to Great Falls for no reason. It's really like only 20 cars on the road. Wow. But those 20 cars can get home in 15 minutes, and everyone else is just stuck in traffic. That's it's nice. very interesting. You live, so live people can get area. home. So they can get home. It's just so those people can get home. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's smart. I would do it. If I, was I mean, of course. Well, I but, get home in 20 minutes. I can beat all this L.A. traffic. Done. Yeah. That's really what they do. So we get the we get the president drive by all the time. The president stop traffic all the time. doesn't even stop our flow of traffic right. that much. In That's LA, nice. it shuts down the city. Yes, but for us, it's just so common. Mm-hmm. Or we would make the wrong turn on purpose sometimes to drive in. You drive mm-hmm. into the CIA. We know where the CIA entrances are. Right, and mm-hmm. they would know who you are before you even got to the gate. Right, they would just be like, Mr. Jackson, we're gonna need you to turn around. Right, <laughs> yeah, already ran your like, tags, plates, all that. They already know everything about you. Mm-hmm. And if you did it like more than one, if you were young, they'd call your parents mm-hmm. and they'd have to go there and pick you up. But if you did it when you older, you'd get arrested. It was like a wow. thing. Yeah, that's the real deal. It's interesting. So speaking of um, potential threats, domestic and uh, international, story number one: In what was possibly the worst joke of all time, seventh grader Lilith. Villanueva was awarded by her teacher, most likely to be a terrorist award. Uh, this is by her teacher, Anthony Aguirre, junior high. No, that's at the Anthony Aguirre The school junior. is junior. Okay, so that was at Anthony Aguirre Junior High in Channelville, Channel View, Texas, near Houston. Villanueva mm-hmm. is a honor student who has never been in trouble, uh, was troubled by the award, as were her parents. When they contacted the school, other awards were given for most likely to be homeless and most likely to cry for every little thing award. And there's actually another award that we'll talk about a little later that was handed out to a, a young black woman, uh, a young black girl who, whose name is Sydney, and she got the most likely to be friends with white people or something like that yeah. award. That's what it was. Most likely to uh, blend in. Blend in with white people, which was, I mean, uh, people were making the point, well, Lilith is, is El Salvadorian. She's not even Middle Eastern. That's not the point. The point right. is, no one should be getting this award in seventh grade. Like, how are you? How did they think this was a good idea? Can someone please explain to me how they thought giving a kid most likely to be homeless was gonna be funny? Who is that funny to? To the teachers because they hate kids. 
<laughs> no, those teachers must hate kids. They do. Some teachers do hate kids. Man, you're underpaid. It's a lot of long hours, and some kids are dicks. Sure, and it was a. It wasn't just one teacher. It was apparently three teachers. Oh, really? That were involved in the scandal. I'm gonna call it because it's <laughs> it's a thing. Like, how did they think this was gonna be a good idea? How right. did they? How did, and they gave the child the award. Like, this is the award. This picture that's up. This is the actual award that Lizith won. On real letterhead. On real letterhead. That's like most likely well, to become a This is a suburb terrorist. of Texas. Yes. True, but yeah, okay. I get why they thought this would be funny. True, it's the it's the state of. Juneteenth, where they just decided mm-hmm. not to tell the state slaves they were free until someone figured it out. But will be fine. Don't worry about that, kids. Uh, yeah, no, they, not anything against. Te- I'm not going to go into the things I hate about Texas, but I know that from experience, when you live in a small bubble, a lot of times people just let stuff fly and they forget that the internet is a thing. A lot of the time, unfortunately, it doesn't surprise me that all the three teachers were like, this is going to be hysterical. And they probably gave it to her because she hasn't done anything wrong. They're like, oh, you know, Miss Parent, like, it's totally fine. You know, your kid is good. We know it was a joke. Um, But maybe they have not encountered black mothers before. Mm. Well, when it comes to this is the young lady, Sydney Caesar. And this is the... uh, Award, which is the most likely to blend in with white people. Award. I love her face. Well, and, and while it's Rock funny, on, to me, it's funny because it's so not funny. If I don't laugh, I'm going to have to fight someone. Right. Like, it's not. It's funny. Like, oh, yeah. don't, I'm not going to lie. Comedy and tragedy chuckling. walk hand in hand. Exactly. I'm chuckling this whole time. I'm looking at this like, ha, ha, ha. Especially because I can only imagine she's like, why did I get this award? Like, I just feel like she's got one of those voices. But that's not the point. The point is that these are degrading awards that should never be handed out to children. It's already more. It's already difficult enough to motivate students into learning. Mm. And then you're going to degrade them in front of one another in the name of comedy or jokes and these aren't jokes the joke is on the teachers the well, it also goes teachers. deeper because why give it to the little black girl is it because you think she's angry all the time is that she already you know are people already seeing her through stereotypical lenses of society like it's just frustrating that she should even have to go through this in the first place look at like her little face like she's so hurt and upset by this i, I mean you know she got some like big it hands. makes me angry do you guys see the size of her hands? She does. That's the angle of big. the camera. I should have given her the most likely to climb something high award. Oh, the most likely no. to pop. Look at how big her hands most are. Most likely to pop. Those, those are grown hands. Those are this grown hands. This girl has been through enough. Do you have to? <laughs> Sydney sees Well, I mean, we're just. We are, listen, they are way more out of line than we are. I didn't teach this child. I'm not, I'm not employed to be her mentor and her role model and to make her a better person. I am a stand-up comic. And if I see monster hands on a baby, I'm going to say something. Those hands are big. They're regular-sized hands at a weird camera angle. No, that's a Seinfeld episode about man hand. No, her ring finger tip is as big as that capital S. That is a big (laughs) hand. They give you something for for proportion. She should have just slapped her teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Those big ass hands. Back in the kindergarten. Uh Yeah, they both would have gotten the war. Most likely to slap your ass. Uh, She got she got them hands. Yeah, she got them literally. Ah, Came through. That could be that could be joke of the day. Could Could be be right out the gate. But what I'm saying about these awards is these awards, can we all agree they're inappropriate? Uh, yeah, but did, can we all agree that when uh, the child got the award for most likely to cry for every little thing, that that was actually... Probably true. That was probably Basically, true. I can tell by that award alone that this was an attempt at humor. It just failed miserably. It was. Uh, because of the more sensitive awards that they tried to give out. 
And uh, and they were racially motivated. They're racially and it's not like the yeah. kid that got the most likely to blend in with white people award was Ernie the white kid. It was Sydney the young black. Well, man. I'd like to see the teacher because I like to see you know just to see what's the race of the teacher that did this. They're they're. Because if this, I mean, does this change the story a little bit if this was a black lady? See, that's interesting. It's an interesting point because there are times that I find that there are certain stories that come out and then later you realize, wait, that officer that did this was actually Hispanic or Mm -hmm. was black. There are actually shootings where I've seen and the kid who got shot was white and got shot by a black cop and no one cared, even though the white kid was unarmed. And I can only imagine. I care about that. How their parents felt. I care about that. You care yeah, what the media should. doesn't typically pick up those stories. This is like a 16-year-old kid was shot in the back of the head while he was handcuffed True. by a police officer. But he was white. And people were like, well, that's not really a story. Because they didn't have enough scandal behind it. Despite the fact that a teenager was shot in the head. Tragedy. It and is And not tragedy. funny this time. No. Yeah, but, but in Hollywood, we'd call those headshots. <laughs> <laughs> not... You want the... hey <laughs> Throw it out. Look. It, it's it's tough because you do have to make you, this is com- a comedy platform, so these are sensitive topics, of course. I want to ask you guys though, switching gears to smidge, uh, which, smidge. Uh, that's my word, baby. All right. Um, I, I wanted to ask you. We're gonna Adam, have to talk to them. Back. We're gonna have to talk no, to no, engineers. No, no. Spell so, smidge uh, before you continue. I'll, I'll cut not, your mic. Can you spell smidge before you continue? <laughs> but can you spell smidge? Yeah, S M I D G E. I felt like that's the correct smidge. Smidge. Yeah. There's Don't no C H in there. There's no J. Smidge. Smidge. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, my serious question, though, is out of these two awards that we were looking at, uh, which one do you think um, is more negative or more? They're well, well, both I a, negative. I know they both are, but could we put? I think the most likely to blend in with white people is more negative. Because of what it's saying? Because long-term. because it's saying that, A, white is right and everything else has to catch up to it. And secondly, because it's also given to a, a student of color where... With the terrorist award, we can see that maybe at least Lizeth was a good student. They were like being sarcastic with it. When it comes to Sydney, they're basically insinuating that she's not black enough. Also, she's not aware of her personal culture. So if there's a separation between black culture and white culture, which exists and that exists since happens because of academics or vernacular or vocabulary use or punctuation or stature. And behavior. Whatever so, it is he's quantifying and saying is a white, then that's where he's wrong. So if if it was like most likely to be a terrorist and the person was even of Middle Eastern descent, I'd still think, hey, that's very bigoted and racist. Right. However, it doesn't have implications past the racism in which it states. The other award does have an implication that goes past that, just the statement that's made on the award. The implications are very severe. And it says a lot about the person. It says a lot about the person to their classmates. It says a lot about what they think the world is like. And it's just uh, this hierarchy. And Now, what if we had footage of this little girl who got the award for most likely to, to blend, blend in with white people and she was hella hood? <laughs> Could and you the then see the comedy in that? The that she had the best nay-nay in class? <laughs> she was just... Hoo-ah! She would be just excellent at that. I would. St- I would. That she see- came I st- into class like when they call roll. Yes. Right. They're like, uh, Miss Caesar, yeah. and she's like, "You ugly. Do your daddy, son." Yeah. yeah. She was just extra. Then they gave their award for assimilation. <laughs> Is there comedy there? It's I- situational comedy, and in a movie, I would laugh. 
if that's a real person in real it's life awful mm-hmm. so it does make it but it does make, <laughs> it, less, but it does make it less there's comedy in real life it makes it less less not funny. story number four today we're gonna yeah. talk about some real life comedy yeah less not four so all right Let's not racist if that was the case. All right, listen. So we're talking about cultural appropriation. Might as well move into it. There it is. Let's let it happen. I'm going to try to hold as still as Joe is. This isn't even. That's crazy. This isn't even uh, the song he was talking about. What's the other song you're talking about? What's the name of that song? Silent Joe. That's what he just played. I know, but what's the song you're talking about? Where he's uh, like, you ugly, you your daddy's son. It's on the Nuck If You Buck beat. Yeah, uh, exactly. What is the name <laughs> of that song, though? It doesn't, does it have a name? It has it a name. It definitely has a name. It definitely what's it has called? It has a music video. I couldn't tell you the name of it. Oh, man. You I can or cannot? I, 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 I'd have to think. You ugly, you, you your, your daddy's daddy son. son. I just know it's on the Nuck If You Buck beat. Ah, uh, yeah. It's by, uh, just type in, uh, Knock if you. We're gonna get this. We're gonna find. I need to know. Here's the thing. All the viewers are like, it's like, but we don't. Yo, write down below if you know what it is off the. Yeah, leave it in the comments. Here's the thing. I hate. And also say if you're ugly and you're your daddy said. And please let us know that too, especially if you happen to be female. Yeah, I'm my daddy said. I would just love to hear that. (laughs) We need to find out because I hate when I feel like I'm getting more stupid every day. I really do. Young. I, I was brilliant at. I was. She I was looked at you like, and I agree. <laughs> I want you to know. She, I that's not what that she literally was like, debris. <laughs> and I'm still way? more genius than everyone. But what I'm just saying yes. is, there was a time uh-huh. where I, I was, I, I could have been the next Einstein. I think you need some echinacea, or Maybe. something that will fire your synapses what a little faster. Hot helps with. Echinacea is pretty strong. Just the other day when I was doing hosting a show, mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the next comedian, someone I've known for like five years. That's maybe. the worst. How'd you how'd you play it off? How did I play it off? Give it up for this guy. I, I, I didn't even play it off. You, How about I was just like, guys, make some noise. For the next comic. <laughs> like that. Yo, I really was like, you should have just asked. Yo, are we um are we putting in uh, No no no. It wasn't it was it I just was want you to know, this is how you do it now. Yeah. Um, sorry for the lack of professionalism, but I need to know this right quick to know who I'm bringing up next. Are we bringing in the guest spot right now, or just say the name of the next comment? No, no, no. And then they'll be listen. like, "It wasn't even a situation I could do that." Judd Apatow. Have you been to, <laughs> you been to Long, the Long Beach Laugh Factory? Yes. Okay, so ain't nobody know, to ask. They nobody are a football asked. field there's away. Only, there's only three comics, and you stand right there until you go right up. on the side. So it's not even like I so could, you looked at him and drew a blank and just could not. Someone, listen. One of, I, I want to say this is a person who's actually a good friend of mine. Right. I just could not remember his name to save my life for that second. Here's another way you do it. For everybody that comes up here tonight, everyone is a professional comic. They all have TV credits. They all have movies. And one of his that's very important to him and also to me is fleeting my mind right now. Give me just a second. I'm going to ask him what was credit. Yo, what was um, your government name? (laughs) (laughs) Judd Apatow. All right, I'll be right back. From all the movies that made you laugh, Judd Apatow. I couldn't even do that. I couldn't do so that. So what did you say? I literally just said, guys, make some noise for it. And I took the little wire off the mic and made it look Hilarious. Look like you said it? Like, I said it, but the mic fell off. Did they notice? And, yeah. Somebody I called mean, you he he definitely it? brought it. He was just like. He was like, really? you just going to pull the mic no, apart? No, he just like, <laughs> what happened? And I was like. And look, and the funniest thing is. That came is to you right away. One of the, of course. And I said it from offstage. Mm-hmm. At like, I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, and then I thought of it. It's happened to me before. 
where someone forgot my name. I'm like, this is my show. How did you forget my name? And I didn't appreciate it until that moment. Yeah. The worst is somebody gets your name kind of. I've had people bring me up as Nate Johnson, and I don't even understand. Yeah, but Nate There's Johnson no is Johnson. like, hey. It's I like, just accidentally oh, called you Nick, and I've known you for like a month and a half. So. That's Nick. See? There you go. Did we find that song, by the way? Long no, as, you didn't tell me which Long one. as when no, you say Nick, it ends with an A and not an E-R. Oh, my God. I'm okay with it. We're good, Nate. <laughs> I got to find What's the name song. of that song you guys We're going to look it up. up. We're going to look it up. Gonna break your legs. No, that's the other one. legs. No. That's in, that's in the Silento song. Yeah. Why don't you just type in you ugly, your daddy son, and it's going to come up. Hold on. We're gonna you probably only got to get to the Y and ugly. Here we go. Juju on that beat. Ah! I can't believe we forgot the name. Juju on that beat. How did we forget that? I Everyone. need some echinacea too, and some ginkgo biloba. Yeah, I gotta get these. That was you on the tip of my tongue way too long. There it is. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys can't see it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want y'all to do this dance. Hey. 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 All right, got it. Stop. Hit the folks on stop. No, that's it. No, but um. Like so, this is the thing. That's one of those songs that uh, I don't want to say transcend because it's not like it's a major classic, but it has managed to it go from be. like driving little kids crazy at barbecues mm-hmm. to grown ass college students doing it at step 100%. shows. Mm-hmm. That one, had, that one made it, and it dropped in like what 2015, 2016. It's, 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 it's been out for a while, and then it catches on. The other person, Red. No- Dog like a red nose. What was that? Gemini. Sage the Gemini. Ginkgo biloba. Yeah, Sage the Gemini. <laughs> and Echinacea. And his song that was out for like three years before. GNC has a new blend of like herbs and oh things, and gosh. it's literally called Brain Formula. Mm. And I will honestly say, I took one, and then I went to an improv audition, and I was on fire. Really? It could have just been orange juice inside the pill, and placebo affected <laughs> me. Placebo effect. But I was like. But there was no moments time? like this. There was you no. Ju- it was Juju on the beat. Like I knew right away. Remembering everyone's names, we meet a lot of people. Oh, that's ridiculous! I hate when people quiz. The average person is. You know, you're only supposed to be able to remember somewhere between 100. She to said you can be friends with 200 people. up to 200 at the most, which is why that's communities and, and villages are like that's about, that's about the size. Shape. Yeah, and church organizations they keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw about. 1,500 to 2,000 people over Memorial Day weekend alone. And I just had to just know all Just from stopping at barbecues and, yeah. And I had to remember, like, I wear my name on my hat. I think it's a practice and, we And we're probably start. messing up that pattern even more as the years go by because we're trying to, like, social media and DM people and email right. people. Exactly. It's like if, if uh, Joel made a stat, what, 200 is all you could retain. Man, it's got to be almost less than that because we've excelled to, like, learn so many uh, things about each people's lives. Right, and not only that. There's people who you recognize from social media, and that's an alias. So you're like, what up, Splat? And that's <laughs> not his real name. What up, Batch? That's mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? If I call you by your screen name, you can't get offended. You named yourself that. Like, I don't have time. Yeah, if your name's like official something or I am or yo. If we bump into each other at church, yeah. I'm not calling you Juicy Long Teddy. <laughs> I will. So no. Nipples and toes, 23. There Nipples it is. And, and they both touch. That's a real thing. Yeah, but they're, so, you know, really, like, when, because I'm on social media a lot, like, I'll be at a function and there'll be a few people there or whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to remember this guy's government because I'm not going to just call him. 100%. It's just tough, but I'll. You know what I'm saying? When I do it, I'm not going to be calling nobody king. The thing that I hate the most (laughs) is Mr. Introduce him to you, and then you're like, oh, what's up, bro? And then keep walking. I'm like, yo, 
I introduced him to you because I, I needed that name. That exactly. Name. I know you. <laughs> Nate Jackson. Yeah. Oh, Sam Goodman. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. I don't care who it is. Like, yeah. oh, hey, do you know Nate? This is my really good friend. I hey, would I'm stand Nate. right there name? and stop people until I get mm-hmm. that name out of them. Yeah. All you have to do is ask them to put their, well, if you don't have that person's phone number yet, just be like, I just need to put you in my phone and get their number. Yeah, that works until then, you should know it. And they're like, it's me. It's me, I just fool. never say your name. Like, like I, put just, your number I will just be patiently waiting for someone to drop it. It'll be fine. You can get you can get through at least six conversations without having to drop somebody's name. I tried that, and the person took my phone and entered their phone number and handed it back. Did not fill in the blanks for no, names because it was like I should know. Already slept with her like twenty six times. That was, that was a guy and Paul. The slip <laughs> is not them. asking them their name, but asking them how they spell their name. Right, and they're like, no. "It's Joe." <laughs> That's okay. I don't know. People have crazy ass spellings. Or I met your last no, name, Joe. That's you so cliche. People you know, know you don't know. There are if somebody okay. asked me how to spell Nate, I'm like, fam, you didn't know it. Yo, there are people, especially in the entertainment business, people are very sensitive. Sure you have are. to be a, you have to be aware of that. They get very hurt if you don't know their name or show them enough love or don't say hi to them or even they think that they're in a higher stature than you. So you need to go over to them to say hi. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and if you just. You know exactly what I'm referring to and the people that I'm referring to. There are a lot of politics in this game. So you need to know as many people's names. And that's one of the classic re- characteristics of Bill Clinton. slightly familiar with what they're doing. Yeah. And that's Bill true. Clinton was apparently able to remember everyone's name. Now, was there an advisor that went around whispering names? Right. And, and I don't know, but he was able to shake people's this hands and know is, everyone's uh, names. Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Monica. Nice. I wasn't going to remember her name. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's hard. Slurp, slurp. Names is hard. A lot of people do mnemonic devices and stuff. If there's somebody I really want to know, like make sure I remember, I, when I when they tell me their name, I say it back to myself and I like pinch my hand, hoping the pain associates I, a memory. I pinch my hand when I say it. That's funny. I don't know if it works. I don't know either. I'm like, hey, hand pinch, how you doing? Like, <laughs> I remember that more than the name. Yeah. So speaking of crazy names, we're going to move into story and number crazy two. crazy awards. I can't believe those awards. Basically, we agreed the awards sucked. Go on. Yeah, they're trash. Now, uh, leave it in the comments about uh, if you agree with the awards, if you think they were humorous at all, or if you're ugly and you're your daddy's son. Now, Demi Lovato, crazy name, makes no promises when it comes to cultural appropriation, as many are accusing her in the new video, No Promises, in which the singer dons what looks like dreads for the post-apocalyptic video theme. Lovato tweeted in response to social media naysayers that they are, quote, Twists, not dreads, relax. When more critics attacked, she simply wrote in response, by the way, they looked effing rad anyway. Let's play this video. think that cultural appropriation is a very real problem. Mm-hmm. I also think that at the same time, there's two things. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're offensive doesn't mean you're right either. Given that, I think that this is not a problem. Like, it's just a style. She used it in a she used it in a video and now we're taking cultural... Like, cultural appropriation didn't even exist as a terminology ten years ago. Now mm-hmm. all we hear is cultural appropriation. Like, at this point you have to understand, the people that you think are the the biggest utilizer of cultural appropriation are probably the least racist of people. I remember this one video of a, of this black girl going off on a dreadhead white kid 
just cursing him out and trying to pull his hair. I think you were on the panel with that video, too. I don't remember, but I definitely saw the video. And we were discussing, it's like, you shouldn't, and you said, well, when you go to the point where you lay your hands on someone, that's wrong. Yeah. And it's just like, why? That's the kid that's not racist, you know? That's not, that's the kid that's not I don't understand how that story equates to him not being racist. Because in my experience, it's these people that are just, you know, they're just millennials. Like, we've put out there all this work in order for everyone to use it Mm -hmm. within reason. And at some point, Everything we do is a form of cultural appropriation. It's not like mm-hmm. you should apologize for eating Chinese food at a Chinese restaurant because mm-hmm. that's technically cultural appropriation. That's their and it's food. delicious. And, and it's delicious. That's not appropriating. That's enjo- okay. Let's let's make clear the difference between appropriation and trying to learn or take part in another person's culture. Right? Are you taking part in? Uh, can I get a number three with fried rice? <laughs> what are you taking part in? That is us just going. Give me the Cliff Notes version of your culture, even though it's not <laughs> real that you made up for my enjoyment. I'm gonna use it and then. Uh, but if you I know, go to people selling food cookie. and I exchange money for a food product, it, it's not appropriate. So that's have, different than walking in there wearing a kimono and wooden shoes. What so, would be different is if I was going to go into a kitchen and say, I'm about to make you authentic Chinese food, but I've never taken a class, I've never read a book, I've just once ate the food, and I was like, no, it's pretty good, and I, you know, it's chicken is chicken, I got this, step aside, I'm going to make the best Chinese food. But that's Chinese not what food. she did. So you're saying if she had a black hairdresser, it'd be fine? I, I'm not... We're not to Demi Lovato yet. I just want to make clear the difference. Yeah, no, I'm talking kid, about this. This just, is this just because is, that kid has hands laid on him doesn't make him not a racist. Was it too far? No, out of what his... I'm saying is that kid was just this kid. He was like, hey, mm-hmm. he, when he talked, well, you can t- listen. And that's the thing I, oh, I no. think forgets is we forget intent. You have to hear individual like we we hate being grouped. And then you also don't want to do anything for individuals. This kid was like, hey, I'm a peaceful guy. Mm-hmm. I just really love Bob Marley and his music. Mm-hmm. And can we just all like, just get along? Yeah, he was just like, I, <laughs> can we all just, I don't King? know. Like, I, you know, I, I'm not Here's where I stand with you. It's hard for me to say a, a hairstyle is cult- cultural appropriation. Uh, scarves, different ways you tie your hair can for sure be cultural appropriation. But as far as a hairstyle, I, I have a hard time cutting that because we know that, like, Vikings wore dreads. We, different cultures have worn dreads for a long period of time. It's basically just knotted up hair. My problem comes not in Demi Lovato's initial choice, but in her non-apology or non... Uh, she, she responded to her critics poorly. When you... when Especially when an oppressed community comes to you and says, hey, I have an issue with something you did. You being like, fuck you, I like what I have, is not the way to handle it. It's not I the actually way think to it is. It. I actually appreciate oh, that she didn't apologize. I hate when people do stuff and then apologize. Don't take it back. If you do it, stand by it. Just be it's like, okay. It's not about a canned apology. It's about like, hey, like it's fine if she's like, I don't care what you have to say. I did this and I'm happy with it. That's completely fine. But then don't also pretend to be like, I'm this kind of person who likes to reach out and hear other communities and I, I respect and care about these things. You don't. That's fine too. But don't try to play both sides of the card. Wait, doesn't she though? It seems like she does try to embrace as many different cultures. She's huge in the LGBTQ she does. culture. You know that. Mm-hmm. Her name is Demetria. So you made fun of the name Demi, which I understand the joke, but she's Demetria. So she's she's a Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. She came from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So to me, I just th- this matches up to everything she's been through in her life with her drug use, with uh, uh, her her knowledge of who she is as an entertainer and how she kind of fell off. And, and she's been very honest I, about I, stuff I, like, I, I slept with this <coughs> person to get here. And I just don't want to use the, very like what Teron was saying, I don't want to overuse appro- uh, what's appropriation when I it agree. is necessary in other instances. Exactly. I, have sat, I have sat here exactly. teeter-tottering because I'm like, you're not black, stop doing the dreads. But the statement about the Vikings opens this thing up quite a bit. Yeah, but what about for rap, me, rap music and and exactly? Blood, and that little she's not, I don't a, feel like she's Katy Perrying 
with these dreads. I think it's okay for Demi Lovato. I think it's. I think we need to just Demetria. stop crying wolf every single time and focus on clear cut examples, and then focus on that. Because when we do this so much, then it becomes unimportant. It becomes it's like, oh, we always we're always saying this. At this point, it's like anything. I remember there was a spray painting on a college campus where it's like, white girls stop wearing hoop earrings. That's cultural appropriation. Like now we're pushing the pushing the envelope. Do you want to be okay? You, let me. I'm gonna interject on behalf of like what I think people are trying to do, because I agree with you, picking your fights is really important, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to make a message to people where the message is already muddled. People are confused. They're like, you why is it agree with picking your fights? I do. <laughs> oh. You're exhausting, and I'm not going to have this fight with you today. Um, but I think that it's important to say, like, when black women wear hoop earrings, like, that's ghetto, and it's gross. When black people have dreads in their hair, you cannot come to school. You need to shave your head. You can't get Twerking a job. Twerking is gross. Exactly. It's obscene. That's the thing. So when people call out white passing or white individuals and say, hey, you're wearing my culture and you're getting away with it and it's considered high fashion now. Hold, please. Are you mad at the person that's doing it or the people that are making those comments? Shouldn't we be? Shouldn't we talk to the... Hey, how come you felt that when she did it, it's okay, but mm-hmm. when I did it, it's this? That's the person who's the problem. It's not the person who's actually doing things. The person who's doing things is just following a trend. Mm-hmm. The person who has the comment is the person who's the judgment. And that's where we need to stop is how about we just let people live their lives like stop... Being the judger mm-hmm. and saying, "Oh, this is ratchet, but this is this is trendy." I think when people like when, Lovato, when everybody's who have doing a huge it. young fan base, it's great to bring up these things in conversation. Now, again, the internet is a crazy place, and sometimes people get like verbally violent or threaten physical violence. That shit's not cool. But I do think it's important that the conversations are had. And when you have a spotlight, and when you do things that have been very publicly denounced, say, "Hey, it's weird to see non-black people in dreads for us." And you're not going to initially have a conversation about that, or you're not going to try to embrace the hairstyle in a way that is maybe more authentic to your culture. If Demi Lovato wearing this makes it easier for African American children, but it doesn't. Who culturally? It, it, have I don't dreads. think it does. I just think that this is what millennials do. Like everyone's cultural appropriating every I'm culture. I'm okay with it. There's black kids who skate now, and I think mm-hmm. that's ve- it black was kids very are cool. Skating though. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Not but like before this. it was like white, and now it's been like everyone skate. When I was a kid, and I was like skateboards are cool. Rock music was white, like or but, that like punk rock was white. It's not. It's just black culture got erased from it. Well, the, the majority, retelling of the story and black people had a lot to do with it because if you were a black kid who listened to rock, you were the white kid. So it's not like black people. Yeah, I read don't that in the Jimi Hendrix story. He actually mm-hmm. battled with that his entire a lot. career. Yeah, exactly. He had to go to London to just exactly. be, have his music mm-hmm. respected first before because saying it's a the, black guy playing. The black people were the first ones who were his adversaries. So it's not just like, oh, white people are doing it. We're doing it to ourselves. We perpetuate a lot of things. So with the skateboard thing, that's a form of cultural appropriation because we always thought, typically, that was a white thing. That was a Z-boy thing from California. Most of them are white. One of them was Hispanic. So then... According to the movie. Uh, no. No, just life. Just there's just one I mean, no, that's dude just, skateboarding. No, at that time, I mean, okay. I, I, the story is the story. Okay. You're talking about Lords of Doghound. Yeah. The movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's actually, that's based on a book. No, it's no. based on Peralta and everything. And I mean, that's just the way it worked, you know? So it's not like there you were don't like. don't need any uh, echinacea. There was a whole. <laughs> you don't need any ginkgo. <laughs> I just remember all of You can remember the book and Peralta. I remember. I Remembering I Juju on the beat is not important. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to be able to remember Juju on the beat. So the, the concept is, the concept is we're all in some way. When we're wearing these skinny jeans and we're doing, we're all blending. Like, don't we want to blend? What do you do? What do you say to 
a mixed kid because I, I know the rapper Logic goes through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. all the time because he's mixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's white black passing. And white, but he's white passing. So, and I remember that. That's like Mariah Carey too when she was coming up. She no one necessarily. Yeah, but Mariah Carey didn't hit enough black guys for us to be okay with it. Like well, we all try to smash, and then I she think she went. made a clear statement yeah. when she let ODB feature on a song. She made a statement with that, but she didn't let ODB hit. Now I think she let I Cam mean... hit, which made it okay. I think ODB hit. <laughs> I hope what? we hit. No, no. Me and Mariah. Yeah. Go back, back like, like babies, babies and pacifiers. pacifiers. Yes. And what did babies do to pacifiers? Yo, Metaphor. Wow. <laughs> so what I'm saying is this. Hey, Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, I'm going to throw out the fact that ODB back then in the day was mumble rap, and people don't remember that. So back, <laughs> like, that's real true. That's real. Like, everybody wants oh, to talk God. about these dudes now. Just remember that day. Don't. Yeah, make, but there don't was a time when ODB style was ODB style. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, it's like. This mumble rapping thing, if you ain't mumble rapping, ain't nobody even trying to listen to it. That's true. That is. I mean. I know a guy who just started making music and walked right into the booth mumble rapping. I'm like, you need your own voice. Yeah, of course. But people have always caught. Anyway, back to, but that's the thing, is we copy. That's that's where all this. And Copying. This is the, this is frustrates the, me. Hold on, but this is the this is the maybe that's age, where we just maybe that's just the where age we age of copiers. Maybe no, that's no, just no. where this we, is the country of copiers. Sure, America is a, just just a giant melting pot of like we take from each other, but and I think that's completely valid. Let's also not forget like the rest of the world just copies what America does on top of that. Well, we which sell makes, it's like we sell, we sell their art back out. to them. Yeah, yeah like, we sell it we back. American we process everyone. It, enjoy it. Fat Farm still has a huge <laughs> huge fan base Fubu in Germany. Too. Mm-hmm. Fubu's killing it in China right now. They're like. <laughs> it's Japan, for so us by like, us. Like, yo. So my thing is, I I'm not a fan of cultural appropriation when it's when it's extreme and when it's extreme and negative. Not at all. Now I do understand your point about how she handled it because her first tweet it's piss poor. Her first tweet of it's not dreads, it's twists. She could have been. If she had clarified that more, maybe I don't know. I'm not in her situation because I had no problems with her second tweet, which was, "But they looked effing rad anyway." Mm-hmm. That was to me. She should have led with that. Mm-hmm. But they right, because she just said, "I amazing. like these aesthetically so much that I did it." Exactly. I don't just care like, about all that other stuff. It just is so dope. Mm-hmm. I did it, and I can appreciate that on a certain level. Can I? Throw but I want to. I want as I want for her to have an understanding of what she's wearing. Why she's wearing it, why it was worn, so that it makes sense to do. I, mean, I don't need her to I'm be Bob, Bob and Ziggy Marley. It was a few months ago we saw this with Mark Jacobs when they did. They had a like a. Her, I missed Alec, that. No, it was definitely Mark Jacobs. Yes, there was a Mark Jacobs fall line where he sent all white models down with dreads. They were faux dreads, uh, so ones essentially. And it was like it was frustrating because Mark was like, "I don't care. I did what I wanted to. It's my fashion sense." But at the same time, like Mark, you could have easily hired women of color to wear these clothes. True, and in that case, I was like, "That's not, because it came out in negative, and it was extreme. Like that was negative and extreme. And this person had the intent. The intent was to whitewash dreads. Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato's intent was to look bad, and she did. And here's the thing. And my concern bad with what you said way. is, is that now you're like, oh, the artist should speak up about it and talk about it. But the mm-hmm. other week when we, I was saying like, as black people, we need to all be spokespeople and be mm-hmm. responsible. You were like, no, I don't agree with that. People need to do whatever. No, they I want. said my problem was is that she was phony. About it, like just if again, if you want to appropriate a culture, you don't have. If you're gonna appropriate a culture, just straight up do it. Like don't do, and then but also don't then say like, but what I really care about is how your culture feels, because you don't. 
Like, well, if you don't want to have the conversations, if you don't want to listen when people speak up and say, hey, I don't like this, if your response is, but I do, so screw you, which, again, is totally within your right to do, don't then turn around and say, but I really care about I, your culture. Can I say don't. something? About you don't like people though. playing both sides of the, the, I don't. Of the fence. You're like, if you're going to just do it, just be the asshole that does it. Yeah. You don't know, then come back and be like, but I am aware of the issues. And there are I don't want to see islands. your press release after it, it, acting like you were all... But there are people from the islands that don't think that black Americans should be allowed to wear dreads and do all this That's, stuff That's, again, well. totally fair. And we would never be like, well, hey, Quavo, why are you? Why do you got dreads? Mm-hmm. Hey, 2 chains. But we definitely should. You know, but, but that's the thing. Like, we don't, though. We don't. And we don't even... It's not even a conversation. There's no conversation about that at all. And there are people that are like, I'm a well, roster. Until Wavo and Wu chains do it, it's, it's not that far of a stretch. So... <laughs> Okay? Everybody on the way to this country had to go through the Caribbean on that slave route. So hairstyles and and other food and things like that and cultural things came along with us to this country. Not everyone. There was a great post-stop in Virginia. Trust me, I know. Two chains and (laughs) future. A post-stop. That's real. So... I wonder is, if there's another way we could answer that, though, because the way social media is very like, yes, no, it's either all the way uh, apologizing or all the way negative. I remember years ago, way before social media, um, Gwen Stefani, they were asking her about her Hispanic cultural. Why y'all laugh? Uh, Hispanic <laughs> cultural. Like she was she'd wear the Dickies, the Ben Davis. That was, you know, Anna sure. in California. And she would just always say, oh, I just kind of always respected and loved, you know, the, the, the homegirl vibe. And I just. You know, she said it meekly, but she said, I just appreciate it. And nobody grilled her about that because she and said... And see, that appreciation no, is what is missing. No, 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 Gwen no, Stefani. Oh, Gwen Stefani. Stefani. But here's the problem with Gwen Stefani. That also happened 15 years ago where we weren't throwing around words like cultural appropriation. And you should so, hear black women talk and Asian women talk about Gwen Stefani now. They have a real disdain for her because she took an entire Japanese like culture look, of Harajuku. And people are and like, <laughs> hey, they loved her then and they well, would have hated no, her No, my bigger point, guys, is is it... Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, back yeah. When, Gwen did it, when Gwen did that back in what two thousand something, mm-hmm. it was like that was a great answer. Nobody got crazy, but now mm-hmm. with social, you tur- you were turning into one or two answers. I, I hate you, screw you. This is what I'm doing, or oh, I'm sorry, I'm back. No, I think I think Gwen Stefani's answer works today as well as as far as you're looking for a middle a mid ground answer that's safe. If you show an appreciation for it and an understanding, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Versus I- her continuing on and doing the whole Hirojuku thing without any understanding. Now, mind you, all of this is better than what what's the girl from Hunger Games? Jennifer. Jennifer when Lawrence. she sat when on she, that when rock. She said now that, that was outrageous. That was racist. That was like here's 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 the thing with when it comes to first of all Jennifer Lowe, that was craziness. That was, and I loved her. And honestly, after watching that interview, I, I still love her. But done with her. I still, I'll still hit, but not. Of course, I, you would look at that but body, now but... with anger, you know what I'm saying? I now guess. it's like this one's for slavery. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for the rock. Can this you one's for the white woman. This you... one's for Yo, Moana. Honolulu, bitch. Like oh, I'll be no. in there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, Mock that J. Yo. <laughs> So, mock huh? that J. Mock huh? that J. Not oh, as good as uh, not as good as his. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was it though. Was it? So, yeah. Okay. Totally. Black girl. Oh, yeah, I read the books. What's I, up? You didn't have to lick your lips great. to do that. You just fired it off. Uh, when it with Demi Lovato, I tend to appreciate her a little more. When Gwyneth Paltrow. Did, does nothing that's culturally appropriating. Right. People get mad at her. She's like, I'm white. I think white. I'm so white. And I write white. By the way, 
I I only eat kale. Like she says, she's like, what do you mean we don't jog at six? I I swim in my pool. And like, she acts as white as we think a white person should. Mm -hmm. And then we get mad at her for not being conscious. No, that's not why people are mad at Gwyneth. People are upset with Gwyneth. Stay woke. Because then they turn, she turns to moms and goes, and you can do this too without realizing like. But she was only talking to white moms and her. So privileged. But she only was talking to privileged moms. Like other moms picked (laughs) up on her. She's like, I didn't even know they read. I do feel a little bit bad for Gwyneth Paltrow because she's just so easy to hate on. Easy to hate on. It is easy to just be like, "F you, Gwyneth Paltrow." And to see another side of this, to see another side of this, we also, uh, to me, a lot of this kind of stuff, this pointing finger stuff is why we look at someone like President Trump being elected because as a socioeconomically poor white person you don't feel as if you're privileged and then we're sitting there going you're privileged and slavery and we're pointing and they're like well you know what F that I don't want to feel this anymore because I feel guilty all the time for something I didn't do Mm. and they want to like well I'm going to be this and it pushes there's an interesting episode on Dear White People the series where Gabe kind of deals with uh, uh, similar issues to what you're talking about. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I had always been like, wow, where does that person sit in this space? You know, where does... And and they they sit in the middle of America and Mm -hmm. they sit in middle America. And the interesting is the exact same, same symptom that we see causing that is also the exact same problematic symptom that's creating ISIS in the Middle East and terrorism because it's like, I'm... I was a normal Muslim, and then you kept telling me how bad I was. Now I'm even more Muslim, and I've seen that shift in the Middle East because of that. Not to be radicalizing honest. that ra- we are creating and projecting and self fulfilling a prophecy that we created, saying these people are this, and then you're creating more this mm-hmm. by doing these actions. Let's go in and bomb. Now people are, are we are creating the enemy that we did not actually initially have. It's like, I see the same thing at with this, girls. At this, at this percentage. Exactly. At this amount. At this amount. Yeah. Like, I do the same thing with girls. A girl, I'll be like, she'll be like, are we good? I'll be like, yeah, we're good. Are you sure? Yeah, we're good. But are you sure? Like, I feel like we're good. Now we're no, not but good. Now, now we're not good. Like, we were good, but now because you kept doing this to me, we're not good. It's like the same, you're pushing and we're pushing. Like, we're pushing. Now, there is real cultural appropriation that goes on. There yeah. is. There are real people, you know, on Wild Now, for example, there's a couple of cultural appropriate. You don't even have to look that far. But, you can look straight to the inner, like Twitter and how many people, like, I'm just going to say black women because that's who I follow on Twitter. But black women on Twitter write these amazing threads coming with receipts about whether pop culture issues or political issues. And then whole articles just rise out of the ashes of their Twitter with a new shiny name at the top. Like, Carolyn. it happens all the time. <laughs> it would be a Carolyn. So. All right, so. Uh... We're gonna. We have time for one more story. Let's, I'm gonna segue into it. it. We'll finish it up. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're definitely talking about this next one. Yes, this affects us. <laughs> story number three: David Letterman, oh boy, retired legendary night host and current recluse, has come out of hiding to make the statement that he believes Amy Schumer is the new. Richard Pryor. Tough pill to swallow. This coming off a controversial joke Schumer made regarding black penises and the movie Get Out, which she states her experience with the large black uncircumcised penis and should have been the actual premise of the movie Get Out. Yeah, she had a joke where she basically says that should be the premise of the movie Get Out is, you know, a white girl being in contact with a big, big old black dick. Like the like dick is the monster and it's, of the it's movie? The mon- and you so have that's get the out, sunken place? Get Out. And so... So it's other white people trying to wake white girls up? For her. And I mean, it was just, it was a joke. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I understand why it's funny, and I understand where it comes from. I, do I like the joke personally? No, I, I, I don't mind the joke at all. I, I don't really. Like I listen. The, the joke. joke is not the issue for the story. But I don't care. Everybody has jokes about different stuff. Get Out was the number one domestic movie in history, I believe. So we should all have something, or at least. No, no, no. I like. I, I don't like the joke because of the way she she says it. We are not going to burn <laughs> you know this saying? time up talking about this joke. The <laughs> issue is. The relation and correlation made to her being the new Richard Pryor. That was a bit much. Now, we want to talk about cultural appropriation or whatever we want to talk about. This is David Letterman, who's never made a statement like this about any other comedian that's come out. And once if he had said Chris D'Elia is the new Dane Cook, I wouldn't, wouldn't even miss her. I wouldn't even wouldn't be a does, thing. Does Chris D'Elia have hella premises that don't, that don't punch over? <laughs> so, if... Dan Cook's a dope dude. Told me I had a good set last show I did with him. Great guy. But if that's the relation... No, but Chris D'Elia does this, like, kind of douchebag humor, and that was, like, the Dane Cook yeah, yeah, lane. Yeah, that's the lane right? on purpose. The that's lane. the lane on purpose. The lane on, this is, you know... I mean, his his logo is two middle fingers. Like, it, one middle finger's not exactly. enough. Exactly. So, I... And I have no problems with that. But to say that Amy Schumer, who has, by the way, been, uh, been alleged to have taken jokes from black comedians, is the n- new... Richard Pryor, that's blasphemous in comedy. And it feels reductive of Pryor's career, this idea that, like, oh, she made a controversial race race joke, so clearly she's the next Richard Pryor, when it completely erases how he marketed, cornered, and rebuilt the uh, sales of comedic albums. It completely ignores how he uplifted the black community. Richard Pryor is the only comedian to star in a Superman movie. That is true. On the cover... (laughs) Of, of the movie to sell it Richard was Pryor Richard Pryor talks about sucking dick and it's still okay because he's Richard Pryor, literally. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor made modern day comedy, especially modern day. All the comedians that come after him come from the school of Richard Pryor. Now, Red Fox was right in that lane, a hundred percent. But Richard yeah, but not Pryor like Richard. took it to you the have, next level. You have the entire history of comedy. Took it to the next level, and then there was Richard Pryor. Exactly, and Richard everything Pryor. after that. Is because of Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. So whenever you see a Chappelle guys, or but, Chris Rock, but this is the thing: pri- people, need, people have to do their research to look at comedy prior to Richard Pryor to understand, especially black comedy, what he did to it. Exactly to make it cross over. Before Richard Pryor, the only type of black comedy that ever crossed over into what we call mainstream, but really just mean white society, it was Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. There was no other. The reason Richard is so incredible is because you can look at the beginning of his career and see where he made his own transition. Richard Pryor started out not cussing and clean. And he started Bill Cosby. Exactly like Bill Cosby. And then had his epiphany and said, I'm going to do this my way. 100%. And from then on, the way a person, an entertainer, shares on stage and what they're willing to say to the people has changed. Everything has changed from there. What, you, what a person is willing to tell you about. And what they're able to say, how far they go. Yes, without being, with, without being censored, without being corralled by their people, without, you know what I mean? Now you can hear about, you can read, you can watch Cat Williams get in trouble in the law. 100%. And you know if you go buy those tickets, you're about to hear that story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because you You know he's going to talk about that little boy that choked possible. him out and he's going to make it hysterical <laughs> and you're going to get his side. Personal as possible. There, before it was like, take my wife. Please, I take my wife everywhere I go. She keeps coming back. Like that was the co- line of comedy, and now yeah, he he, he changed the entire premise. game. I don't understand what she's changing by saying that. 
Well, she, maybe he's saying it was controversial and that that she was fearless enough to say it, but I don't see what it changes. She's taking female comedy up to a different plateau, but then I see Whitney Cummings How? and Sarah yes. Silverman. Mm-hmm. That's There's, so funny. That's exactly. Even more than that, you got Paula Bell. You got you have exactly. women who are, you like, have women taking who, it to the Rosie O'Donnell, Whoopi Allie Goldberg. Wong. No, let's go back. Well, Whoopi no, Goldberg. No, but I'm talking about now. I'm not talking about because Whoopi. Uh, listen. Yeah, but Whoopi I makes love Whoopi Whoopi's pl- Whoopi let, let to her platform uh, with a one woman show <laughs> makes Chelsea uh, makes makes this chick possible. Yeah, but hold on, can we just? I love you, Whoopi Goldberg. I have always loved you. I watched Jumping Jack Flash. The Kangaroo. I watched Ghost. I love you. No, Jumping Jack Flash. You didn't even was- say her best movie. Is it Sister Act? It's Eddie. Where she got to coach the New York Knicks and she played opposite Listen, John Sally I used and to, all the NBA stars. I don't, I don't want to admit to this, but I used to watch Eddie. <laughs> With Crocs on? No. Naked. I love you, Whoopi. I love me some Whoopi, bro. And that is the joke of the day. <laughs> That's not even, yo, that was the realest thing I've ever said. And without Richard Pryor, I wouldn't even be able to admit this on, mm-hmm. on a platform. So. Here's the thing. I think Amy Schumer's doing great things. She's doing I think great. she's a trendsetter and she's, trendsetter. And she's doing her thing. But doing there's a certain thing. amount of trendsetting that it takes to even equate the two things. For that. Richard Pryor's a legend. For that, David Letterman gets my ticket. If I had a ticket for taking your ass back into reclusion, he can have my ticket. 100%. Can we just do story number four real quick because it's so relevant right we now? We can't. Let's just get out of the way. Just... Tiger Woods is back in negative yeah. news after his DUI arrest this week in which he allegedly was driving drunk in Jupiter, Florida. Woods refused breathalyzer and was booked at the county jail. Woods made a statement saying that alcohol did not play a part and that an unexpected reaction to prescription gr- drugs was to blame. It's a black-ass answer. Yeah, uh, it's not even that. Nigga, you rich. Mm. Hire a driver. Why are you not? First of all, I was mad at you when you didn't have a second cell phone. Okay, mm. when you didn't have a second cell phone, you knew what you were doing. He just you just wants to be regular, phone. guys. Like, yo, for for a guy who hates being called black, you're doing a lot of black. Stuff. I want to know what prescription thing, drug is responsible for his eyelid on our right side. His if left. He's on um, any J- kind of it's called Jack Beam. It's called Shut Jack up. Beam. Jim Beam. Jimmy Beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim Beam. Jack. Look Walker. at the eyeball. Johnny Walker. It could just. Tiger has, but listen, Tiger has been through so much. And what I found frustrating was people that black Twitter or blackagram, whatever you call it, that are like, all this time you said you was Kablasian. Now look at you. It says black on you. Mm. I'm, I get upset by that because for, his, for the majority of his career, black people have not had his back, have not supported him, have not brought him in, have not done anything to say, hey, you are one of us. Regardless Wait, of, no, no, no. But they tried. He decided no. Regardless of him saying, don't put that black arm around me. We haven't had his back like that. So what? then, wait. So then don't jump out and be like, told you so. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like when Tiger first started winning awards, we were, people like, were like, there's a black, black man guy. on the we court. We loved him. When he started breaking lines. Yeah, that was all fine and good uh, until Dave Chappelle did the the race uh, skit and completely wiped all that off the face of the earth by saying and he was right, Asians he, can have Tiger Woods you back. You can't have because him. He does he not said embrace it first. us as a community. He said it first. He was like, So do you I'm think kicking black. him while I'm, he's down is reasonable? To no, say that's what no, you No, because I don't think that he was drunk. If you read the entire article, uh, he said that he was like behind the wheel. It's 3 a.m., but he, the car is just running. He's not driving it. He's like, he fell asleep okay. behind the wheel. And still, drunk people a- do that. And he refused a breathalyzer. And that was the thing. First of all, refusing a breathalyzer in a lot of cases is just as bad as a it DUI. It makes you an automatic DUI in a lot of places. And, it, I mean, it, basically, refusal is its own crime. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he 
He'll beat it in court. Won't beat it in court. He's going to have to do some type of time. He knows what pain painkillers are. He's been through prescription before. That part. And have sitting in the car legally, even if you're drunk and you're falling asleep drop in the, the car. Keys outside. Calling, the keys cannot be in the car or in the ignition. They can be in the car, but they have to be in the console. I mean, there's a lot of rules to it. Mm-hmm. And we and we know it. So you're smart. You're rich. You can afford a good friends. You know what I'm saying? Pay out n- n- pay me. I will I will follow you. I will be your caddy. I will right. be your daddy. You know what I'm saying? I will lure all Please. the white women to you. It's fine. You don't I'm even need call. to pay anybody. Just stop. Acting Asian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why you got to cock block me with a job, bro? <laughs> you want to get the job? Fine. Stop acting Asian. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, you're black. You don't have the benefit of the doubt to act like you're another race. And it mm-hmm. said black on his little arrest report. That's for sure. Yeah. So, but I, I, I felt like it was a little two-faced by the internet. Yeah. Kicking a man while he's that far down. Uh, it's be the down. internet. Because he Poor earned tiger. it. But look, he, he, he's, he's got a Trump factor to it where he's kind of earning it himself with his arrogance and his cockiness about it. And now he, like, you don't got any friends after you told your friends to go away. So that's what it is. Would you like to? Uh, NateJacksonComedy.com, at Mr. Nate Jackson on social media. At I am Tehran all across the board. At I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N, the bathroom heartthrob. Full effect. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique. Every week at BlackBellNerds.com. And every Wednesday at Schmoes No. Uh, if you guys watch Schmoes, you know Beardo. He's always in the booth. I went and did a show. Don't be a Beardo. Uh, it was a super awesome conversation. He's a great guy. Uh, you can catch that on iTunes now. And make sure you follow Kanisha is Comedy. That's our girl. She'll be back next week. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Like the channel. Subscribe. Leave Tell a your comment, friends. Holla at us. Headlines no. with headlines. Oh, June 8th. Kanisha, Nate, Tehran, we're having a big show at the Laugh Factory. If you're in the L.A. area, come on down. All you got to do is say you're on Tehran's list, and they'll give you a free ticket. Bless 10 o'clock. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.